Welcome to the What I Love About You podcast. I want to tell you three things that I love about you. I love about your smile. You love my smile? I love your smile. (laughs) I love your laugh. You have a contagious and amazing laugh. I love your beautiful singing voice. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the What I Love About You podcast. This Thursday is an extra special one as it is Thanksgiving. I am so excited for today's episode, but just want to take a second and say that I am praying your day is filled with sweet moments, tons of things to be thankful for, lots of yummy food, and even if it doesn't look the way you thought it would, even if there's maybe some new normals or just some differences from last year. If you're maybe you're missing somebody that was at the table last year or several people that were at the table last year that you don't get to be with this year, I hope and pray that you feel the peace and comfort that Jesus has to offer. I'm praying that he feels extra close this holiday season. And I am so thankful that you're giving some of your time to share in this space with us today. I want to talk about what happens when you don't feel thankful. I think there is a ton of focus all year long on gratitude. You can find gratitude journals and, you know, lots of people talk about gratitude, which is basically the same thing as, you know, being thankful. It's focusing on the positives, focusing on the things you're thankful for. And there's a ton of focus on it, especially around Thanksgiving. Obviously, you know, it's a great thing to do to talk about and think about what you're thankful for. But what happens when you genuinely deep down inside don't feel thankful? What can we do when we feel like we're full of anything but Thanksgiving? When all we feel is negativity, when all we're noticing and seeing is how the glass is half empty, how things are not going our way, how it's not the way we want it to be. I think 2020 has been a year of a lot of moments where I personally have thought, this isn't the way I want this to be. This isn't the way I thought it would be. There's been a lot of great things that have happened this year and a lot of things that I've learned, a lot of lessons that needed to be learned, a lot of precious, lots of togetherness, time with family. (laughs) But that can also lead to moments of a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and if I'm honest, there's been a lot of moments this year when I, I've been full of anything but Thanksgiving. I've been full of negativity. I've been full of criticisms. I've been full of doubt. I've been full of hopelessness. And I want to take a second and talk about the power that our words have when we find ourselves in this place. We have the privilege right now of getting to take care of my parents' dog, one of their dogs, is an English Mastiff. Now, if you're not familiar with English Mastiffs, take a second and Google English Mastiff. The bigger ones that you find, that's what we're talking about here. They range in all different sizes. They could be considered a small horse, like a pony, if you ask me. This dog is huge, and he's not done growing. He's only a year and a half like he could put his face on our dining table. Thankfully, he's very well-trained, a great dog. I love this breed. They are so good with kids, so calm, um, 
And my dad has done a ton to train him. He's great on a leash. He's, he's house trained, you know, he's a great dog. But I was thinking about this the other morning. I was walking him and I'm looking at the muscles in his back and in his arms. And as I'm watching him walk, I thought if he wanted to, he could take me to the ground. He is a gentle giant. He is so good on a leash. I need him to give some tips to our lab. Her name's Harley. He needs to give some tips to Harley because Diesel, the English Mastiff, is just the best dog to walk. He just walks right next to you. And again, a lot of training and time has gone into that on my dad's part. But I was looking at him and I thought, man, like what would I do if he lunges at something or goes after something? Do I just let go of the leash? Because like he'll just drag me. He has the muscles and the strength. But what I've learned after a few walks is that's not even on his radar. He doesn't even know the power and capability that he has. I think he pictures himself as this small little dog that just kind of stays in his place and does what he's supposed to do. I also have reason to think he pictures himself as a small little dog based on the way he tries to literally get in my lap. I don't think he sees himself for who he really is. And when I was thinking about this and this idea that he has so much power and strength that he doesn't even realize he has, I thought about our mind. And I thought about the fact that there's been so many times that I've lived in a place full of doubt or criticism or just negative feelings, not recognizing the power that my mind has, not recognizing the power that my words have. This space is all about life-giving words. It's all about the power and the gift, the true gift that our words are. But for me, for so much of my life, I walked through it not recognizing that power. And even once realizing, even since starting a podcast about life-giving words, there's still been moments that I've forgotten. And I've functioned in that small place of not realizing the resources and powers that I have. I looked at my husband not too long ago and said, I don't feel thankful. And we, I shared an episode, um, a couple episodes back about what about feelings? What can we do when we're feeling a certain way? And I think it's so important to name it as feelings instead of saying, I am, I am not thankful. I don't feel thankful right now because it removes a lot of the finalities that can come with feelings. But I think it's so important that we have a a safe space to be able to talk about those feelings. And as we were talking, I was just telling him everything that I was feeling. And so much of it stemmed from the words that I was speaking over myself, over the future, over circumstances, over different things going on. I was already speaking negatively. I was already saying this Christmas is going to be so stressful because financially, you know, I don't know how we're going to do it with four kids and the things they're asking for for Christmas are nothing crazy, but I want to make it, you know, this the best Christmas and make all their dreams come true. And it's just going to be so stressful financially. As soon as I speak that, my mind begins to believe it. My mind catches up with the words that I'm saying, the things that I'm I'm honestly declaring over this circumstance and over this holiday season and my mind goes there. It's just like that big, huge dog that doesn't realize how big he is, doesn't realize the power that he has. And so he tries to crawl in my lap and he's frustrated that he doesn't fit. 
Because in his mind, he's small and he's not that significant and he doesn't weigh enough to crush my thighs. But in reality, he's powerful and strong and he's going to be uncomfortable in small places because he wasn't created for them. What I love about you is you were not created to shrink back, to think small, to think negatively. You were created with a power of your mind to be able to say, okay, I'm feeling this way and there's some things that I need to work through, but how can I process this in a healthy way? To be able to use your mind as this powerful weapon to change the course, to set the tone and women, especially women who are married with kids, you get to set the tone for your family. You get to decide each and every day, how will I contribute to the peace of my home, to the joy of my home, to the life-giving word that will be spoken in my home? There's so much power within you, so much power within your mind, so much power within your words and your actions. So I would just encourage you today, if you're not feeling thankful, if you feel like you're full of anything but thanksgiving, Take a second and recognize that maybe the words that have been spoken to you by others or the words that you're speaking to yourself are really shrinking your view and limiting your view on what, what's reality, which is that you're powerful and you're strong. And maybe the reason that you feel stuck or you feel like you don't belong or fit in is because that space is too small for you. Those people are too small-minded. If you find yourself in circles where all they want to do is talk about everybody else and their problems, get in some circles where women talk about their dreams, where men and women are encouraging each other and building each other up, where people are being vulnerable. You weren't made to fit in those small spaces. Anybody can waste time talking about somebody else. Anybody can use their words to tear people down. Or to be that poison. You were created with this gift to use your words as a life-giving resource. Don't shrink back. Don't get small. Don't try to fit in in places that you, you don't belong. Recognize your power. Recognize your strength. And take a second to be intentional about naming the things that you do have to be thankful for. Use your words to bring life even to yourself. And maybe you need to take today and think about what you're thankful for about you. What's great about you? Tell other people what you're thankful for about them. Tell other people the good things that God has done. But don't forget to thank God for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I want you to know that I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for the way that you show up, the way that you cheer on, the way that you spread the word, and the way that you are using your gifts, your life-giving words to make a difference. Keep doing that. I believe as we wrap up 2020, we need it now more than ever. Keep using your words as the gift that they are. Keep spreading life, speaking hope, and believing that the best is still yet to come.